Good morning. And thank you for joining for the practice of being aware of awareness. So there's a place in each of us just untouched by the coming and going, by the content of experience. It's a place that lies just below the mind, that which recognizes the coming and going, the content of experience. And to recognize this place, it's necessary to soften or let go of attention on the contents of experience, on that which is arising and falling. So, of course, that which rises and falls doesn't just disappear, but attention turns inward from its normal outward focus. And we let go of that sharp attention on the content of experience. We soften that. We allow ourselves to sink back into the depth of our being. So it's like a fading back and down in 
seemingly away from the objects of experience, that which is coming and going, and back down inward. towards that which is steady, continuous. Consistently present. So the way I've, I've heard Rupert Spirit describe it is, we can't find this peace. We can only be this peace knowingly. Anything we find would be an object, right? A thought, a feeling, a sensation, a memory. That itself would be the content of the experience. But we can knowingly be this place of peace. And all that's necessary is to let go of everything that is not essential to us. not essential to the depth of our being. Thank you. 
So again, we can't find this piece. We can only be the piece knowingly. And all that's necessary is to let go of everything not essential to us. So I'll read a quote from Ramana Maharshi. The changefulness is mere thought. All thoughts rise after the arising of the I thought. See to whom the thoughts arise. then you transcend them and they subside. This is to say, tracing the source of the I thought, you realize the perfect I, I. I is the name of the self. So the changefulness is mere thought. Just take a moment and listen into the thought stream. Whether we can see that it's changeful. We can see that they're not essential to us. We're here before the thought, 
we hear the thought. And no thought has ever stayed indefinitely, even if it comes back often. There's a gap. Are you doing the thinking? Are you right now deciding to generate thoughts? Are you the source of the thoughts? Or are you the seer of the thoughts? Are you the creator of the thoughts? Or are you the observing of thoughts? So when we say my thoughts, when we get when we slow down and investigate that, does my thoughts mean I source them? Or does my thoughts mean I see them? Are you actually doing the thinking? Or are you witnessing thoughts coming in?
So are you doing the thinking or are you observing? Can you notice the gaps between thoughts? And there is a constant reoccurring gap. If attention stays present, one cannot not notice the gap. What is observing the gap?
So again, there's a place in each of us which is untouched by the content of our experience, by the thoughts and sensations, the memories, the feelings. unaffected by the objects that arise in our experience. And it's a place of peace that lies just behind the mind, below the mind, before the mind. And what's necessary to recognize this place of peace in ourselves is to notice attention going to the content of experience. Recognizing that that cannot be essential to us. It was just added. It's the changeful. So we let attention on that soften. And we inquire into what sees that. What sees the gap? Those moments that get strung together and when there is essentially no content of experience in that moment, what sees that? What is present there? We allow ourselves to sink back into the depth of our being. So to find the peace, so to speak, we have to let go of the seeking that is the outward energy that believes we don't already have it. We must go find it. Because with that energy, we're always only gonna find an object, something that can be known a thought, a feeling, a sensation, a memory. So by noticing that attention has gone to those objects of experience, it's softening them. We allow attention to, in essence, turn around and look right at its source. That which is essential to us. 
that which is here equally. Our four thoughts arise while they arise and the gaps between them. And we watch as attention lands on the background of awareness, the depths of our being. We don't find this peace. We are this peace. the peace that is our essential nature. It's essential because without it, we wouldn't be said to be. And it's nature, it's natural because we were given it, we came in with it. It wasn't made, it wasn't a product its creation wasn't the product of where we put attention. It's when attention relaxes that it's a falling back on what's always here, always present, and therefore always available to be recognized.
So again, a quote from Ramana Maharshi. The changefulness is mere thought. All thoughts rise after the arising of the I thought. See to whom the thoughts arise. Then you transcend them and they subside. This is to say, tracing the source of the I thought, you realize the perfect I, I. I is the name of the self. And when he talks about I, I, Ramana's pointing to what we came in with. That's the test. What is essential to us? No add-ons, as he calls it. So, when thoughts arise, the first question is, are we recognizing them as categorically changeful. No thought ever came and stayed. The thoughts we prefer, the thoughts we abhor, they all come and go. So, the mere fact that a thought arises tends to generate an I thought, a me to whom they are arising. So he says, see to whom the thoughts arise. So maybe we wait for the next thought. So I just saw the thought that bird is loud. So to whom do the thoughts arise? And this is where we don't pretend like there's not a sense of a me here, if there is a sense of a me. And there's certainly a sense of a me sitting right here. So see to whom the thoughts arise. And the answer that naturally comes is they rise to me. Kind of like, duh. And that's when we ask, this me, who's this me? Who am I? Who is this me, this I, to whom the thoughts arise? And we can actually look for the me. If there's this sense of a me sitting here, let's just look. Look, there's a sense of a separate self. So let's investigate. Let's find the separate self. Because if it's here, we can certainly find it. We can find the thoughts, they're here. 
birds here. Other sounds are here. So let's, let's look for the me, the I to whom the thoughts arise and see if we can find it. And you can do it kind of intuitively or you can do it systematically. And there's, there's this sense of an eye seems to be in this body, sitting in this chair. So I investigate, this is in my feet, my ankles, my calves, my knees, my legs. It does not appear to be. Is it in my trunk, my torso, my belly, hips? my ribs. Up to my armpits, my chest, my shoulders. It does not seem to be either the right arm or the left arm. The wrist, the hand. I do not find a separate knee there. So I'm back up to the shoulders and the neck, the jaw, the tongue, the mouth, the nose, the cheeks, the ears, the eyes, behind the eyes, inside of the ears, behind the throat, in the throat, up to the forehead, the back of the head, crown of the head. I do not find this separate me. So we transcend the thought by searching for the source of it, the presumed maker of it, originator, possessor of it, my thought. We seek source and we defeat the assumption that these thoughts are rising to a me an individual separate person. So we trace them back to their source, investigating this I thought, this me to whom they arise, can't find it. We don't rely on the past looking and say, I know it's not there. We actually look. We actually defeat the working presumption of the egoic sense of self, which is there's a me here, a me here on whose behalf all of these thoughts are thought, all of these feelings are felt.
We let that dissolve in the light of pure knowing. And then there's one last step. After we notice what's not here, what's not here is a separate me. There's a sense of a me. But when investigated, it is found not to be here, to have no substance to it, to have no location. It's not locatable. So we notice what's not here. Then we notice what is found. What is here? And get a glimpse of the knowing that it's always here. Which is this depth of our being, this essential knowingness, this aliveness, this sentience, this light of pure knowing. Ramana says, this is to say tracing the source of the I thought back. When we don't find a separate me, what do we find? You realize the perfect I, I. I is the name of the self. We notice this knowingness. This is the same knowingness. through which it was known when we were five and 15, 25. It's the same knowingness. The body's changed. The content of thoughts has changed. Circumstances have changed. But that by which all of that is known, to which all of that arises. That's the same, this light of pure knowing, this awareness. And it's not something new that was found. It's something that hides in plain view because the view is usually outward focused. So this letting go of the objects as the sole focus of attention. And allowing attention to sink to the depth of our being. Allows the constant, unaffected, untouched, nature of our essence to be revealed, recognized, 
recognized anew. And in so doing, we seek the one true self. And we rest in its embrace.
So there's a place in each of us, which is untouched by the content of our experience. This place of peace lies behind the mind, below the mind, before the mind. And what's necessary to recognize this place of peace in ourselves is to notice where attention is when it lands on the content of experience. And to let that go, to soften it, release that, that's available and allow ourselves to sink into the depth of our being. And we can't find this peace if it was something that we could find, it would be an object, a thought or a sensation, a feeling. We can only be this place of peace knowingly. And all that's necessary is to gently and assiduously let go of everything that is not essential to us. Let go of the changeful. seek to who the changeful arises, investigate that. Allow that to be unmasked authentically, genuinely and directly in our own experience as illusory. And then notice what sees all of that. 
or play of the changeful, the dance of the content, and the meandering of attention, like the prodigal son, out into the world of the world, and then deciding to turn back, to make the journey of no distance from the head to the heart. and always being welcomed. Allowing this recognition to kind of reveal itself. Ushering in the revelation that we actually can never leave our essential self, the depth of our being. Our home. And that concludes our hour.